0: Happy Monday, friends. Welcome to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. I am your host, Cammie Wilkie. I'm a faith-based, high-ticket sales coach for women who have online coaching businesses, specifically moms who wanna learn how to make an income from home so that they can bless their family financially, use their God-given gifts to bless the kingdom of heaven, and also be able to stay home with their kids. I am a soon-to-be mom through adoption, if you haven't already heard, if you are new to the show, because I know that we do have a lot of new listeners. And it is my one of my biggest life's dreams and goals and desires uh, to be a stay-at-home mom. And my online coaching business has made that possible. So, Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. Today we have a really, 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 really juicy episode. Like I feel like all of the episodes are juicy, but this episode just has like a little extra heat to it. Uh, and the reason is over the last 30 days, I have pitched $56,000 worth of coaching. And in today's episode, I'm going to bring you my best sales advice. Actually, I have seven. Seven pieces of sales advice for the online coach who is committing themselves to high-ticket sales. Because if you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, then you know that I am here for high-ticket sales. I think that that is where the best transformations happen because people are committed when they invest at a high level. And I think that it is really at the highest service of the client. So that's what we're going to dive into today. My best sales advice when you are selling high ticket in your online coaching business, things that I am taking away after I have pitched $56,000 in the last 30 days in my online business. Are you ready? Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon to be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay at home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail, but then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby and let's build your business because you were made for this. So this last month in my business has been quite eventful. I have pitched $56,000 worth of coaching in the last 30 days. And last week, I actually shared on my Instagram story four things that I had learned uh, after pitching $46,000 instead of $56,000. Since then, since I made that little Instagram mini training on my story, I pitched an additional $10,000. And I also came up with three bonus things, bonus takeaways um, from things that I've learned over the last 30 days in pitching like... $56,000. $56,000. Like that's a lot of money. Like that is some people's salaries. And I'm just blessed that the Lord allowed me to even be able to say that phrase out of my mouth that I pitched that like I pitched $56,000 worth of coaching. Like that's wild to me. And anyway, on my Instagram story last week, I was doing a little mini training about this. And I asked people, Hey, do you want me to create an Instagram post and a podcast episode diving more into each of these things that I've learned, and a lot of people said yes. By the way, if you are not yet following me on Instagram, You need to be, um, I show up on Instagram Monday through Friday. There's always so much valuable content happening specifically on my Instagram stories. Like, you know, that I show up here on the podcast twice a week for an episode for you, but I'm showing up on my, my Instagram Monday through Friday. I'm doing a lot of mini trainings on there, having tons of conversations with online coaches. Come follow me, come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle is at cammy.wilkie. Let me spell that out for you because I think there's only one other person in the entire world that I've met that has Kami spelled the way that I have it spelled. So it is at C-A-M-I-E dot W-I-L-K-E. Come hang out with me on Instagram, slide into my DMs, let me know that you listened to this episode um, and what your biggest takeaway was from it. I would love to chat with you. I'd love to hear your story about what brought you here into this business. But anyway, I am keeping my promise. I already created the Instagram post. And today I'm recording the podcast episode on the things that I am taking away, my my, my best pieces of sales advice, seven pieces of sales advice that I want to share with you after pitching $56,000 worth of coaching in the last 30 days. We have a lot to cover, friends. So get your notebooks out, grab your pens. I'm just going to dive right on in with number one. The very first thing that you need to know is you do not need thousands of followers in order to make money on Instagram. I only have 500 followers. I think like as of today, I think it's 501 <laughs> as I'm recording this. You do not need thousands of followers to learn how to make a lot of money on Instagram. You do need to create genuine connections with the followers that you already have. I want you to imagine with me for just a moment that you and I had created together an irresistible high ticket one-on-one coaching offer that you sold for $5,000 like this is an offer that when people heard it, they were like, I, I need it. I need that thing. That's exactly the puzzle piece that I'm looking for in order to experience a transformation that I want. And you're selling it for $5,000. If you enrolled just five clients, you would make $25,000. Now, if you enrolled 20 clients over the course of a year, you would make $100,000. Friend, let me make this I just want to say this so clearly, more followers does not equal more money. We're going to talk about that in addition a little later in the show, but I know people that have thousands of followers and are not making very much money in their business. I know people that have gone viral and are not making any money in their business. Please let's get off the hamster wheel of Instagram that we're all running so, so fast on, but we're actually not making any traction, believing the lie that more followers is going to equate to more money. It's not true. You do not need thousands of followers in order to make money on Instagram. You need to learn how to create connections with the followers that you already have. That was sales. Say piece of sales advice, number one. Number two, you do not need to lower your prices. You need to improve your sales skills. So lowering your prices, sometimes people, they they get in their head that, hey, if I lower my prices, I'm gonna make more sales, which means I'm gonna make more money. That is not the case. You are going to hear objections, whether you are selling your coaching for $50 or $5,000. Understanding how your ideal client buys something, in other words, their buying behavior, understanding your client's buying behavior and knowing how to respond to their objections will help you to generate more income than lowering your prices ever will. If people are not currently buying your services, I want you to lovingly and objectively take a look, do some investigating and ask yourself, why is that and don't do this from a place of shame don't do this from a place of judgment but just genuine curiosity look at the facts we don't need to get emotional about this let's just look at the facts and i say that because it is so easy for us to get our emotions tied up in our business and rightfully so like we are building these things we are we are building them from the ground up we're putting our heart sweat and tears into this business and it's very easy for us to like get our emotions all wrapped up in it. But when we are looking at something challenging, specifically like, why are people not buying? we need to separate facts from emotions and just look at the facts and realize that the facts are gonna help you overcome the obstacle so you can go make more money. So ask yourself, if people are not buying, why is that? Are they even aware that your offer exists? Are you talking about it enough? Is your messaging generic and confusing? People do not buy high ticket programs when there's generic and confusing messages. Friend, right now, the very first thing that you need to look at, if people are not buying your offer, I want you to look at your messaging and honestly ask yourself, is this, is any part of this generic or is any part of this confusing? Because if you are confused, I promise your audience is as well. Are you making the transformation clear? Are you clearly explaining to your leads how you're going to take them from point A to point Z of their transformation? Or are you just telling them, I'm gonna get you there. I'm gonna gonna help you get this transformation. And you're not actually going into the how part. And then you're just basically asking your leads to just blindly trust you. These are the questions that I want you to ask yourself if you are not making sales right now. You do not need to lower your prices. You need to improve your sales skills. That was number two. Sales advice number three. You don't need to post content every day. You need to have more conversations. Now, do not get me wrong. Content is great and content is needed. It's like the billboard for your business. If you don't have any content on your page, then how am I gonna know or how are your potential leads gonna know if you're the right coach for them or not? Like, we need content but content does not affect the amount of sales that you close as much as having one-on-one conversations with potential clients do, okay? So instead of trying to post five reels a week, I challenge you to use that time to maybe post like one or two reels or one or two pieces of content and then take your other amount of time that you now have left over and go engage with 10 new potential leads three days a week. If you do this consistently, you will never run out of leads to pitch to. Friend, we have to get off the hamster wheel of Instagram. Okay, I know that we touched on this earlier, but people are chasing fame on Instagram and they're getting so caught up with, well, I, 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 my, my reel went viral. Well, I have 7,000 followers. That's great. How much money do you have in your bank account? Because I know lots of people with lots of followers and not a whole lot of money happening in their bank account, okay? And I don't want that to be you. More followers does not, also, does not equate to more money. More content does not always equate to more money. You need followers, you need content, but you don't need a lot of them and you don't have to be posting constantly in order to generate great income in your business, okay? So that was number three. You don't need to be posting content every day. You need to be having more conversations. Number four, you don't need multiple offers. You need one irresistible high ticket offer and then learn how to up and down sell. Friend, it takes a long time for our audience to learn even one, even one of our offers. I was looking at some statistics a while back and I think the numbers were something like it takes anywhere between 19 and 33 times for your potential client to see you talking about your offer before they're ready to invest 19 to 33 times like that's a lot that that's a lot of times that your ideal client has to see you talking about your offer before they're ready to invest it takes a long time for people to even learn about one of our offers let alone multiple offers that i see people pitching over the course of just a few months okay my clients start out with high ticket one on one private coaching. That is their offer. And the only time that they expand their product suite is once their one on one spots are booked out, which is super important because not everybody is going to buy your offer, especially if it's high ticket. Okay, so if somebody isn't ready for the luxury price tag of your high ticket offer, that is okay. That means that we can downsell them into a smaller package. Okay, so let's say that your coaching program is three months long. Let's say it's five thousand dollars. Let's say um, Abby. (laughs) I'm just picking a random name. If your name's Abby, this is not me adding you like (laughs) or just (laughs) exposing you. This is just (laughs) random name. If, if Abby's not ready to jump into your three month coaching program for five grand, that's fine. Then downsell her on the call to something a little smaller. Maybe she would be interested in a one month coaching intensive instead of three. Okay. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily, um, marketing to everybody, one month coaching intensives, but if somebody isn't ready on a sales call, to jump into your big package with you then you can downsell them on the call to something at a smaller price point okay not everybody said yes as i was pitching that fifty-six thousand dollars worth of coaching and that's okay but that's also why we always need to be having more leads coming down the pipeline so going back to the last piece of advice that i just shared you don't need to post content every day you need to have more conversations Having more conversations will produce more leads. And if you constantly have five potential leads coming down the pipeline, you're never gonna run out of people to pitch to, all right? Number five, you need to understand the buying behaviors of both men and women, even if your ideal client is a woman. Why? Because if your ideal client is married or if your ideal client makes decisions with their partner, you're not just selling to her, you are also selling to her husband. And if she's on board and he's not, then guess what? 99% of the time, you're not gonna close that sale. Men's brains are hardwired differently than women's brains, like that's just a fact. Now, I'm not saying that all men think alike, and I'm not saying that all women think alike, but I am saying that men tend to have a buying behavior that leans towards a logistical way of thinking. And women tend to have a buying behavior that is leaning more towards an emotional buying behavior. Now, neither of these are bad, neither are good, they're neutral, but you have to learn how to sell to both. Because if you're pitching to a woman who is married, making financial decisions with her husband and she's on board, but he's not, you're not gonna make that sale. Okay. So you have to learn how to pitch to both men and women, even if your ideal client is a woman. That was piece of advice. Number five, we have two more. How you doing friend? I know we're covering a lot here. I hope you have your notebook and pen to write these things down. Number six, this is important. This is important. Voice inflection matters. I once heard of a man that was being trained as a salesman for a company, and that company that he was working for sent him to a three-day training event to learn how to say one sentence. And that sentence was, it's $2 million. Think about that. This man had to go through three days worth of training to learn how to say four words. What does that tell us? that tells us that you the way you say the price of your program matters a whole heck of a lot. It mattered enough to this company to send this their salesman to a three-day training event to learn how to say the sentence in a way that displayed confidence because the thing that he was selling was high ticket. And friend, if you are going to sell high ticket, then you have to be able to say that price point with confidence and conviction. Your voice inflection matters. And ladies, I love ya. I love ya. And I love our, I love our voices. Our voices tend to be higher, soft, sweet. And I think that there is so much purpose in that. But friend, when you are saying the price of your program, you need to have audacity behind that. Okay. So when you trail something up, or you trail something down, when you're speaking something, it sends a completely different message. You're either sending a message of confidence or you're sending a message of doubt. If I was to say the price point 5,000 on a sales call and I said it like this, um, it's $5,000. It's, it's $5,000 or it's $5,000. Which of those three do you think emits the most confidence? The last one. And when somebody is investing in a high ticket offer, they need to know that the person selling it to them is confident. If they are not confident, if, they don't, if, if the person that you are on a sales call with doesn't think that you are confident in your program, then they are surely not gonna be confident laying down their credit card to pay for your program. You have to be the number one most confident person on that call and they will follow that. And lastly, number seven have a guarantee. The number one reason why your potential leads do not convert into paying clients is because they are doubtful that they're going to experience the transformation that you are offering. And therefore, because they're doubtful about that, investing in you, especially somebody who's charging high ticket, is seen as a high risk situation. Now, most coaches do not offer a guarantee because they don't want the liability if something goes haywire. But I say if you are not confident enough in your program and the step by step process that you are taking people through to look your client in the eye and say, if you follow these steps, you're going to see a result, then you need to go back to the drawing board and reevaluate your step by step process. And friend, I'm saying that in love. I have multiple times gone back and reviewed my step-by-step process and improved it. That's something that like we never get to graduate from that. We never get to graduate from constantly improving our step-by-step process for our clients. The step-by-step process that you take your clients through needs to be so good that the only way they aren't going to see a result is if they don't do the work. And when you have a process that airtight, the confidence that you have in your offer will skyrocket and that confidence will shine through on a sales call. Friend, I want to just quickly summarize for you the seven pieces of sales advice that I shared with you today. The first one, you don't need thousands of followers, you need to create connections with the followers you already have. Number two, you don't need to lower your prices, you need to improve your sales skills. Number three, you don't need to post content every single day. You need to have more conversations. Number four, you do not need multiple offers. You need one irresistible high ticket offer and then learn how to up and down sell on that actual sales call. Number five, you need to understand different buying behaviors of both men and women, even if your ideal client is a woman. Because if she's married, Guess what? You're not just selling it to her, you're selling it to him too. Number six, voice inflection matters a whole heck of a lot. And number seven, have a guarantee. Friend, I am so passionate about this. As you can probably tell, and if you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, you should at Kami.wilkie, uh, you'll you've noticed that in the last like week, I've had multiple many trainings on my stories, just trying to pour value into you guys and show you just how possible it is to have these high cash income months. Like having a four to five figure cash month in your business, signing um, a $10,000 client, signing a $5,000 client, signing a $15,000 client, it is not magic. It is math. It is skill. And you can 100% do this. You can absolutely do this. And you know, I, I as I was getting ready this morning, I felt like the Holy Spirit was just pouring so many ideas into my mind of things to say on this podcast. And the thing I kept going back to is why am I so passionate about teaching women how to sell coaching and how to make money from home? And I think there's lots of reasons why I'm passionate about this. But I think the number one reason why I am passionate about teaching women how to make money is from my own personal life story. When my husband and I got married, we had no idea that we were about to walk into some of the most challenging years ever of our entire lives. We had no idea that we would experience infertility and that that was going to cost us thousands of dollars. We had no idea that we were going to walk into an adoption. And friend, if you know anything, anything about the adoption industry, you know that it costs thousands and thousands of dollars. And we're walking through this adoption process right now. And, you know, we, we get on these adoption calls and, and the questions always come up. Well, how much is the lawyer going to cost? How much is it going to cost for birth mother expenses? How much is it, how much is going to cost to travel? And, and I, I'm just seeing the numbers add up. And, you know, I was listening to this podcast episode um, about adoption and there was this mother, she was an adoptive mother talking about um, her adoption experience and, It was a really heart-wrenching story. And she said, you know, we were having to make big decisions for our family based upon finances. And when I heard her say that, I immediately started praying, Father, please do not ever allow Luke and I to have to limit our family because of a lack of finances. Because that's what she was experiencing. She was experiencing a situation where the difference between her family growing or not came down to how much dollars do you have in your bank account because friends it, you know the five thousand dollar months the ten thousand dollar months you know the 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 six figure coach like that's all really cool like let's just be honest like it's really cool to be able to say yeah i had a ten thousand dollar month but what is even more powerful than that is what that ten thousand dollars allows you to do now, I can't speak for you. I have no idea what you're walking through in your life. I have no, I have no clue, but I can speak for myself that $10,000 is helping Lucas and I get an inch closer to having a family because we had no idea that we were going to ever need that like that amount of money and a whole heck of a lot more in order to grow our family. What happens when life hits you? Do you, do you have the finances to pay for it? And man, I just I feel so convicted about this because as I was listening to this mom on this podcast, it was like she was talking. It was like she was so helpless, like as if she had no idea how to create, like how to make money. And because she had no idea how to make money, she was going to have to make this really challenging decision for her family based upon solely how many dollars were in her bank account. And I thought to myself, God. Deuteronomy 8.18 says that you give us the power to produce wealth. Why are people not walking in that authority and that audacity? Friend, I don't ever want finances or a lack of finances be the reason or be the thing that holds you back in life from adopting a child or for paying for medical expenses that you had no idea could not see coming or Holding you back from blessing somebody in your life that you love that reached out to you just to say, hey, I'm really struggling right now. And I really don't know how I'm going to buy groceries this month. The ability for you to bless them and not have to have any of it back. Money is neutral. It is neither good nor bad. It is a tool that we can utilize to bless other people and to bring glory to the kingdom of heaven. And I see too many, too many Christians not walking in the authority that the Lord gave them when he said in Deuteronomy 8.18, I give you, I give you the power to produce wealth. And so maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're like, Cammy, you, you are a whack job right now on your podcast. Like you are getting real deep and emotional about this. And I am because I've experienced firsthand in my life, what happens when you do not know how to make money? And I also have experienced on the other hand, what happens and what doors open when you do know how to make money? And someone could say, well, well, my God is going to provide for anything that I need. Yes, absolutely. But I think sometimes when Christians say that, they think that somehow money's just going to magically appear in their bank account. Like one day they're just going to wake up to an email that says, congratulations, you have $20,000 extra in your bank account. Like, and I'm not saying that that hasn't happened. Like there's been a couple stories that I've heard of people like giving like anonymous donations towards a cause. Like, sure. But what if the way that God was actually going to provide for you was through the vehicle of your business? What if the reason God gave you that gift was because he wanted you to turn it into a business to make a difference into other people's lives, learn how to sell, improve your sales skills. And that was the vehicle in which he was going to provide the finances for you and for your family for the road ahead. I started to have the desires to have a coaching business in January of 2019. We started trying to have a baby in August of 2019. I had no idea the hurricane that was about to hit our lives. And thank goodness I thank goodness I didn't know what was coming because if I did, I probably would have been paralyzed with fear thinking to myself, "How in the world are we going to pay for all of this?" But God in his grace and his mercy and his unfailing love planted in my heart a desire to start a business. And he gave me the gift. At that time, it was fitness. Later on, it would become the business, the sales, the marketing. But at that time, it was fitness and nutrition. And he gave me the gift to be able to use that gift to serve other people and to earn an honest income through it. What if your business is the vehicle, friend, in which the Lord is trying to provide the finances that you keep praying for? Please do not dismiss the vehicle for which the Lord is trying to give you provision. (laughs) Now, I know that I just went on a tangent, but man, friends, that just came out of my heart. All of these things were coming up for me today. As I was getting ready for my work day, I had a a follow-up call with a with a potential client for my one-on-one coaching. I've been in the DMs with somebody else about this one-on-one coaching um, who's also reached out to me and was interested. And I just, the Lord just like dropped this in my spirit and I felt led to share um, why I'm so convicted and why I'm so passionate and driven, why it's my assignment to teach you how to make money. Yes, (laughs) it is gonna be so cool the first time that you have your first $10,000 month, and I want to celebrate that with you. But what I'm celebrating even more is what you're going to be able to do with that $10,000. The debt that you're able to pay off, the lives that you're able to bless, the medical bills that you can pay for, and, and so much more. Friend, I love you, and I hope that this episode inspired you. I hope that you feel a conviction in your heart from the Holy Spirit to take the leap, to trust Him, trust that This inkling that you have in your spirit, this tug on your heart to start this business, it's, you're not crazy. Like, it's not just something that you're calling yourself to. Maybe this is the way that the Lord is going to provide for the finances that you are praying for. I love you so much. Please come hang out with me on Instagram. I would love to hear how this episode really ministered to your heart through how the Lord ministered uh, to your heart through this episode. Please come hang out with me. And I will see you on Thursday on the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here and I pray that God will fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood and your business because you were made for this.